Texas State Senate member Bob Hall has a very important message, and everyone needs to hear this. He is exposing the fact that the vaccine is an experimental vaccine, and he's bringing out the numbers from the VAERS and showing that this vaccine is deadlier than what mainstream media is telling you. I'm going to post this on the World Unmasked website, but you can find it on YouTube. Type in Bob Hall, and it should come up. At the moment, you can find it on, find it on YouTube. I don't know how long that's going to last, because you know YouTube likes to scrub any true information about the COVID vaccine. But listen to this. This is very important. Put your political BS to the side. It's a very important message. This is Bob Hall, Texas State Senate member. It is not right to treat unvaccinated individuals as if they are sick individuals or as if the choice they have made is morally wrong. No one in our society should be hindered from participating in business, schools, or our government just because they have made a very personal decision for themselves or for their children not to receive a particular vaccine or vaccines. The mere fact that a person has not received a specific vaccine does not make them a threat to others health and safety. In contracts, vaccines they have elected not to have may very well be a threat to their own health and safety. It is no secret that the COVID-19 vaccines are not FDA approved. The governor himself recently said, and I quote, here is a reality everybody needs to understand. These vaccines have not been formally approved by the FDA. They have not been approved for, they have been approved for emergency use Operation, And that means no one can be required to take the vaccine. A little bit of history. In 2019, there were reported to the VARS 203 vaccine deaths. In 2018, 119. and 27, 85. Since December of 2020 through April 23rd of 2021, four months, there have been reported 3,362 deaths for COVID vaccine. That's roughly 30 people a day dying from this vaccine, or one of them. Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, VAERS, is estimated by most people that follow it as being less than 1% of what actually happens. Compare the COVID vaccine to the mandated vaccine for bacterial meningitis. One person died between the time of 2007 and 2015 for that vaccine. Folks, this is not about vaccines in general. In the four months of 2021, we've had more COVID-19 experimental vaccine deaths than all the vaccine deaths for the 15-year period between 1997 and 2013, plus almost 1,000 heart attacks and over 8,000 hospitalizations. In 1976, there were 45 million people were vaccinated for the swine flu. A mere 15 people died, and I don't say that lightly because any death is very regrettable. 
But the program was immediately halted because it was considered too risky. 53 deaths. And we've had approaching 4,000 with the COVID. Even vaccines that are FDA approved can still have significant side effects. The FDA's vaccine adverse reporting system contains 44,383 reports of Texans suffering from adverse events following vaccination. The federal government has also paid out more than $4.5 billion to vaccine victims through the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. The law passed in 1986, which created this compensation program, shields vaccine manufacturers and the medical personnel who administer the vaccines from liability. So as of right now, um, you can clearly see that there's an agenda to put pressure on people to take these vaccines, these experimental vaccines, as a matter of fact, and the dangers of these vaccines are not brought up. They're being hidden, suppressed, the number of deaths, adverse reactions. Um, They're not talking about it in the media. They're pretending like everything is all good, offering donuts to people, money, free drinks, and everything else. And it's your choice. It's up to you. You want to be a guinea pig? Go ahead and be a guinea pig. Okay, but that's on you. Um, What Senator uh, or Texas Senate member Bob Hall was bringing up was Bill 1669, which prohibits uh, mandates, these vaccine mandates, which clearly you can see from Biden's posturing, right? His posturing is telling you that they're going to try to find some kind of way. And you can call me a conspiracy nut, conspiracy theorist, try to say I'm a part of some crazy conspiracy group or whatever you want to call me. But you can tell by Biden's posturing that they're going to try to find a way to make these vaccines mandatory. You can tell by his his posturing, by his body language, um, by the way mainstream media is not just the way they're they're talking, but they, um, you can, listen, you have Rachel Maddow and people like her acting crazy just off of taking off masks, just, just off of people taking off their masks. Okay. She's acting like a nutcase over that. Now, remember, they were telling us a long time ago, um, you know, this is going to be a two-week thing. Oh, you know, we got to we gotta flatten the curve. It's only going to, you know, be a couple of weeks. Then it turned into six months. Then it turned into a year. Then it turned into, oh, after the vaccines. And now that you've gotten people who've decided to be the experimental guinea pigs um, for this, for this COVID vaccine, 
even those people are now going, well, wait a minute. I'm I'm vaccinated. I can't take my mask off now. And they're like, no, no, no. You can never take your mask off. You have to be a slave forever. Right? So, the mask isn't the worst part of it. I know how people feel about it. I don't really give a damn about the mask, right? I understand the mask is symbolism for slavery. I get it, right? I get the, I get the, um, I get the symbolism behind it. But beyond that, it's the mandatory vaccination and how they're going to bring it about, what they're going to do, um, how they're going to set up this new system, this new society. The way that they're going to set this new system up, what they're going to do is this. They're going to start off light. They're going to start off with, you can't go into certain facilities without your vaccination card or your your proof of vaccination. And they've been rolling ideas out there, vaccine passports, um, vaccine cards, vaccine certificates, uh, vaccine bracelets. They've been rolling out these different ideas. And what they're doing is they're they're throwing S-H-I-T against the wall, right? They're throwing doo-doo against the wall and they're trying to see what sticks. They're trying to see what, what will we go along with, right? Because they, they think you're stupid. They talk to you like you're stupid. And a lot of people are stupid. I have to give them credit. Um, the powers that be and mainstream media has done a really good job of dumbing down a lot of people. And a lot of people are very stupid. A lot of people, a lot of you are very, very stupid. Okay. They've done a really good job. Um, but I digress. So they're throwing all these different ideas out there. What they're trying to do is figure out a way to make it mandatory without saying that it's mandatory. They're trying to politicize it the best way that they can because they know if they come out and say, they know they have to watch their language. If they say it's mandatory, you you have to get the vaccine or else. They know people will rebel and all hell is going to break loose. So they're, they're trying to avoid that. So what they're doing is this. They're getting you used to the idea and they're going to slow walk it. They're going to slow walk it. You can't go to the football game without your vaccine passport or vaccine certificate, right? Or proof of vaccination, I should say. They start off there. You can't go into, you can't go to your football game. You can't go to your concerts without your proof of vaccination, right? You can't attend award shows without your proof of vaccination. And those are 
small minor things, right? Because you can just say the hell with a damn football game, that the hell with an award show. I don't care about a damn concert, right? Start off slow. That's prepping you for what they really want to do. Put you in a position where you cannot buy or sell. Because that's what this is all about. And how are they going to do that? No vaccination, no job. That's the reality. They can lie all they want to and try to pretend like they're not. I can tell Biden is basically spilling the beans. He said the people that doesn't that don't get vaccinated, they're going to pay the price. What does he mean by that? You can say, oh, you're looking too deeply into it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I am not. I'm not looking too deeply into anything. I know exactly what he means. I know exactly what he means. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. They're already telling you, if you've been paying attention, that these new strains may render vaccines or at least the current vaccines, the new strains of the virus may render the current vaccines ineffective. Yeah. So all the people that are running around bragging about they go, no, I got my vaccine, I'm good. Uh, I believe it was CNBC. I might have to pull that report up. CNBC uh, published an article, um, may have been about a month ago now, where they literally says in the article that new strains may render current vaccines ineffective in less than a year year's time, and a number of virologists, scientists. Um, in a survey agreed with that assessment. Matter of fact, um, I'm going to come back in a minute and um, I'm going to bring that up. Members, there is a growing push for mandated vaccinations in the area of COVID-19. Some entities such as healthcare facilities, long-term care facilities, and municipalities are already requiring vaccinations as a condition of employment. My office has heard from multiple people around Texas who don't even work in health care, yet are still being required to get the COVID-19 vaccine as a term of their employment. Outside of the realm of employment, there is an increasing concern that individuals will struggle to continue functioning, functioning normally in a society as a whole. Senate Bill 1669 does two things to address this issue. It prohibits vaccine mandates, whether public or private, and prohibits all discrimination and right of access restrictions based on vaccination status or proof of immunity. 
In short, this bill will prevent any type of discrimination or segregation based on vaccine or immunity status and would prohibit forced vaccinations across the board. If you are an individual who has chosen not to take a particular vaccine or vaccines, this will, bill will help ensure that you can get or keep your job, your health or life insurance policies, your access to government and private services, and more. Members, this protection and deregulation of businesses is something we discuss often and rightly so. It is not my goal with this bill to invade further upon private businesses. However, the chief responsibility and constitutional role of our government is to protect the rights of the individual. Employees can take off their helmets, masks, or uniforms at the end of the workday. They cannot remove a vaccine. Okay, so this is a CNBC article. Um, Mutations could render current COVID vaccines ineffective in a year or less, epidemiologists warn. Uh, This was published on March the 30th, 2021. Uh, Key points, mutations of the coronavirus could render current vaccines ineffective within a year, according to a survey of experts in 28 countries. So there was a survey done, and in that survey, in this survey by um, top virologists and epidemiologists and as top scientists all over the world, they came to the conclusion that these mutations could render these vaccines ineffective. It says here in the article, of those surveyed, almost a third gave a time frame of nine months or less. Fewer than one in eight said they believe that mutations would never render the current vaccines ineffective. Um, And that was a survey by the People's Vaccine Alliance. The People's Vaccine Alliance. And um, seven. it was a survey of 77 experts from some of the world's leading academic institutions across 28 countries found that almost a third gave a time frame of nine months or less. Um, Two thirds thought that we had a year or less before the virus mutates to the extent that the majority of first generation vaccines are rendered ineffective and new or modified vaccines are required. So, um, there you go. Uh, then they go on to say they're probably going to need shots, different shots and boosters to come along the way. So it sounds like this is going to be an annual thing. All right. So the reason why I brought that out is, um, with all this censoring that's going on on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, 
it's articles like these that are important because if you were to post this yourself on Twitter, there's a good chance you could get blocked and you could, excuse me, you can get censored. Even your account account can get suspended and they'll fact check it or debunk it or whatever, but it's published by CNBC. You're not even allowed to even speak about the damn vaccine. God forbid. Um, as we move into this authoritarian uh, dictatorship and this uh, new world order that we live in now. Uh, so this is um, very key. Uh, this is one of those uh, publications, one of those articles that I have kept in my notes and in, in back of my mind um, because I'm pretty sure somewhere towards the end of the year uh, that article will be brought up by me again because they're already kicking the whole new strain um, can down the hallway so at any moment they can just pull another uh, 2020 at any moment and decide to shut the economy down um, whenever they feel whenever they feel it is uh, convenient for them as Rahm Emanuel once said never let a good crisis go to waste never let it go to waste and that is exactly what they've done. They've taken advantage of this so-called pandemic. When you go back and look at how these billionaires have doubled, tripled their wealth during the pandemic, how they've destroyed the middle class, small businesses, right? Forced independent businesses, uh, business owners, small independent business owners to medium-sized independent business owners and workers because they have employees also, forcing them to close down for a significant amount of time And a lot of them have given up. And, you know, they, sh they may have shut down their business for good. So what ends up happening, their business becomes... Basically what happens is the big wigs come in and swoop up the leftovers, they come and take over because they don't want a, they don't want a middle class. What they want is rich and poor. 
They want to destroy the middle class. The middle class is the backbone of America. Once you destroy the middle class, that's it. That's the thing that makes the, that's the middle class is what makes America unique. Really, it is America. The middle class is America. The so-called middle class, the so-called, even the, even the, the middle to upper, upper middle class, you know, even, you know, you look at somebody that's making 200,000 a year. Some people may consider that rich, but you have to look at it in the terms, look at it from the eyes of the elites, you know, look at it through the eyes of somebody like a Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, somebody like that, you know, somebody making 200, 300, $400,000 a year. That's poor to them. That's poor. But they also see them as competition in a weird way. And you might say that sounds crazy because they're billionaires, but no. Billionaires didn't become... These people became who they are because they're greedy, selfish. They They didn't get to where they are because of good merit. They are what they are because... Uh, they're wicked. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just hate to say it, but it's true. They're wicked. And they'll stomp on whoever they got to stomp on to get to where they go. And they don't want you to have anything. That's what this whole lockdown was all about. I know I'm going off on a tangent here. But getting back to what I was talking about uh, Big Pharma and his vaccine companies they own mainstream media so you are not allowed to even speak at all about about the vaccines unless you're doing it like I'm doing it and you just say the hell with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I've I've closed all of them. I'm not on any of them anymore. And I focus more on the radio. You know, in my own my own website, which is a good thing in a way, because we need to bring freedom of speech. Um, we need to own it. You know what I mean? Like we need to bring it back in that way and stop catering to these people and trying to adjust to what they say we can say and this, that, and the third. Speaking of which, um, I'm going to come back in a moment and discuss these uh, college students that are protesting the mandatory vaccination. College students are fighting back. And that is another CNBC article, as a matter of fact. I'm going to come back in a minute and talk about that. Okay, so um, this is the article from CNBC. 
man, it's first time ever that I've done back-to-back articles from CNBC. Although the the first one was an old one, this is uh, pretty new. This was published on May the nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. Students protest mandatory COVID vaccinations at colleges. Key points: In the midst of a public health crisis. Hundreds of colleges have already said COVID vaccines will be mandatory for the fall of 2021. Not all students plan to comply. Across the country, a growing number of colleges and universities have said vaccinations will be mandatory for the fall of 2021. Now hundreds of Thousands of students will be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine, whether they want to or not. For the most part, students will get vaccinated if it means campus life can return to a pre-pandemic normal by September. But not everyone feels that way. You see how they did this? In order to go back to normal, you have to put a vaccine in your body. (laughs) You have to inject a a vaccine that is not normal. This is not a normal vaccine. It's an experimental vaccine. And I'm not even going to get into the other stuff. I'll deal with that on the Invalid Truth podcast one of these days. Um... But they they keep pushing this this uh, thought on the public that in order to return to normal, you have to get this vaccine. When Texas, Florida, they never had the, the, the lockdowns that the rest of the country had. And they're not forcing they're not forcing people to get vaccinated and they're doing just fine. You cannot tell me that mainstream media is not controlled by Pfizer, Moderna, Moderna and uh, Johnson and Johnson and the rest of these uh, vaccine companies and, and big pharma and everything else. Please, you you cannot is. It, Anyway, hundreds of thousands of students will be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine, whether they want to or not. That sounds like it's mandatory, right? For the most part, students will get vaccinated if it means campus life can return to a pre-pandemic normal by September, but not everyone feels that way. Um, hold on. I just lost it. Let me, um, let me bring it back up. So anyway, um, I was just getting ready to read down and I lost the article. Okay. So I brought it back up here. I got it back together. It says, um, 
roughly 88% of college students plan to get the, the coronavirus vaccine and nearly three in four students will, excuse me, three in four students believe vaccines should be mandatory. Wow. Uh, okay. That's amazing. So basically what's, what it looks like is getting ready to happen. The students that are, the students that are anti-vaccine, that are anti-vaxxers or not even anti-vaxxers, but just are cautious and careful and do not trust this experimental vaccine. They are going to be the outcasts and they're going to, they're going to be looked at as crazies, nut jobs, conspiracy theorists. And they're going to try to make life hard for them. Uh, people in the military are experiencing that. It's been some horror stories um, in the military because you have a good, uh, significant amount of military personnel that refuse to take the vaccine. Okay. And, um, you know, they are going through hell. They can't do they You know, they lose their privileges and you know how the military is, man. The military is rough. Anyway, it's, it's rough anyway. And refusing to take a vaccine means you can't deploy. I remember when I was in, you know, we got, hell, we got every damn shot you can think of. Whenever we were going overseas, we got uh, so many damn shots. I don't even remember <laughs> how many damn shots we got. Couldn't, I couldn't, you know, it's impossible for me to even, even remember. So they're, they're facing pressure to get the vaccine. Um, but in his article here, it says nearly three in four students believe vaccines, excuse me, vaccinations should be mandatory. According to a recent survey of more than 1000 college students by college finance, three in four students believe vaccinations, vaccinations should be mandatory. What does that tell you about the youth? The youth is gone. Their minds are gone. They don't know what freedom is. This generation is screwed. And the future is, is looking very bleak. Very bleak. Because these college these college students will be in the workforce someday. If there's a country left by the time they graduate. And that kind of thinking that vaccinations should be mandatory. If this is true, um, you know, it's only a thousand college students in this survey, but let's say that 
this is the thinking of college students, the majority of college students nationwide. Just just imagine that kind of thinking and then them coming out of college with that kind of thinking that they don't see anything wrong with mandatory vaccination. We're getting closer and closer. Closer and closer to what the elites always wanted. You know what they want. They want a complete collapse of society, a dumbing down of the United States of America. They want a bunch of zombies under mind control that only listen to mainstream media, which is the mouthpiece of the elites. Mainstream media who reads from the script that is handed to them every day, whether it's your Wolf Blitzers, your Rachel, Rachel Maddow's, your Joe Scaraballs and your Mika Brzezinski's and your Al Sharpton's who's an FBI informant. Your Anderson Coopers. Hell. All of them. For the most part. Except Tucker. I'll give Tucker, you know, some people say, you know, whatever. Tucker's been going off the rails, so I don't know. I don't know. He's been, he even brought up the, um, the VAERS, um, the data, which is the data for vaccine adverse effects, reactions, I believe it's called the the vaccine adverse, something like that. Um, so anyways, he, he brought up the number of deaths that was, um, brought up on the VAERS system. And, um, you know, of course, liberal mainstream media, they pooped their pants because they couldn't believe that Tucker was bold enough to even, um, to even mention it because apparently according to mainstream media, no one has ever died from this COVID vaccine and no one has ever had um, any adverse reactions or any um, illnesses. It's never happened according to mainstream media. Oh, but they threw Johnson and Johnson under the bus. Um, which was interesting. They chose Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson has a bad reputation anyway because of um, their past with their baby powder um, causing cancer. But this is this is um, a step closer to a authoritarian dictatorship when you have college students that are in favor of mandatory vaccination so now you got 
you have the military, you have the workplace, that's coming, that's coming soon. And you have colleges. What are people going to do in the very near future that do not want to, people that do not want to take this vaccine? It's going to be all hell breaking loose pretty soon. When we get to that point where damn near, where, where we at about 50% of the country, when we get to that point where we're at uh, 75, 80%, that's when the pressure is going to mount up. That's when they're going to start looking at people such as myself who won't take it. And they'll say, oh, it's because of you that we're not able to go back to normal. But here's the thing. If the vaccine is so great and it works so wonderful, then why does it matter if I take it or not? If you getting vaccinated doesn't stop you from spreading it or getting it, then what was the point in you taking it in the first place? It's an experimental vaccine. It's an experimental, not really even a vaccine, but I'll call it that. You're, you're guinea pigs. Like Bob Hall said, you're, you're guinea pigs. And if you don't die, well, good for you. You didn't drop dead when you took the vaccination. Congratulations. You're still alive. But that doesn't mean that later on down the road, you won't experience adverse reactions of whether whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not, this vaccine could could cause some serious damage. All you have to do is just look at the damage that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have done in India and in Africa. Certain African countries won't don't they don't even want Bill Gates there. Matter of fact, it's interesting. Well, I'll get into the Bill Gates thing. I talked about Bill Gates on the Invalid Truth podcast. I don't even want to go there because I can be here all day talking about what Bill Gates has done in Africa and the many people he's injured with his experimental vaccines because that's what they do. They experiment on these third world countries. Did the same thing in India and the Indian government, the government of India um, would not allow Gates to um, run his experimental vaccine campaigns anymore. They apologized to cities, their citizens for what he had done. He injured a lot of people. But yet this man has been, him and Fauci have been the faces, the faces of the pandemic. Even though Fauci now is finally being brought into question finally after a whole year a whole year they're now finally going oh duh it could have been Fauci in the Wuhan lab 
gain-of-function research that caused the coronavirus to leak from the lab. Even though you got Dr. Peter Dasik, Dasik, I believe that's how you say his name, who is on camera, on video, admitting that um, they can manipulate the coronavirus. This was in December of 2019. They can manipulate the coronavirus with ease. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along those lines. And how they take uh, different coronaviruses and they mix them together. It's obvious that this pandemic came about because of a lab leak. And who's responsible? Fauci. Fauci and his gain-of-function research which is what he's responsible for, whether he wants to pretend like he has nothing to do with it or not. Okay, go research it for yourself and understand and you can tie everything together. Because Dr. Peter Desik, Desik, he spilled the beans. And I went to the YouTube. Um, it's still there. I went to the um, YouTube channel or the interview that he did back in 2019, where he talked about manipulating different different um, viruses. And when you look at the comment section, people are cussing his ass out. Boy, did he not know then that video would not age well. And the fact that it's still up there is amazing because, you know, YouTube is is taking down everything involving uh, the coronavirus. So these people, Fauci and Gates, these two criminals, Not only is it insulting to have them as the faces of the pandemic for a whole year telling us what we should do and what the proper guidelines are and to have mainstream media, CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. Every time you turn around, Gates... And Fauci is on your TV screen giving advice on what to do and how to handle COVID-19 pandemics, the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, not only is that insulting, but then to turn around and have them tell us that we should take this experimental vaccine. So the same people responsible 
for causing the pandemic is now going to tell me what vaccine I should take or how I should go about treatment to further prevent the so-called spread playing devil's advocate here these same people are telling me to take this vaccine no I think not I think not I think not by the time they, by the time you find out the truth about these vaccines it's going to already be too late the vaccine is going to cause a pandemic within itself And, and that's the truth. That's the truth. Here it is. This is what I was looking for. Um, this is what I was looking for. The VAERS. The, um, let me pull it up here. Let me pull up the VAERS. Um, let's see. Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Um, should COVID-19 vaccination be mandatory for healthcare? That was the um, article published some time ago. I believe it was back in March. That was from Medscape.com. Medscape.com. It says, um, the VAERS website now has, now has logged over 40,000 severe reactions early on with over 2,000 deaths and VAERS only picks up about 1% of all adverse effects. Only 1%. Now, I believe... If I'm not mistaken, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that the 40,000 and the 40,000 uh, reaction, 2,000 deaths is reported worldwide. I believe. I don't believe it's. I don't believe it's exclusive to the. United States of America I do believe it's worldwide if I'm not mistaken but that's only what's been reported how many people have taken this vaccine and died two weeks later three weeks later two months later because their immune system shut down or they had another reaction of some sort because if it causes another reaction when when whenever they do the corner report it's going to identify the reaction not link back to the vaccine itself 
If you have a heart attack after taking the vaccine, it's going to say, you know, your, your death certificate is going to, you know, you died of a heart attack. You get what I'm saying? So who's going to link it back to the vaccine? No one. No one. We could have a whole pandemic caused by this vaccine within the next year. And no one will know it. Well, we will know. But the sheeples, they won't know. People will be dropping dead around them. Loved ones, friends, family, dropping dead around them. And they'll just be, oh my goodness. And then here's the other thing. Remember, before I go, remember this. They have the new strains of COVID or the coronavirus. They have the new strains. So they always got that in their back pocket. So if people, if a large number of people die and people, which they are already, or a large number of people have adverse reactions, which they are already, and people begin to get suspicious and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? They can always say, oh, no, it's because of the new strain, the new COVID strain. And here's the other one. Here's the key. They can say it's because of the unvaccinated. And you might be saying, well, that doesn't make sense. If you're vaccinated and I'm not, should it matter? Because you're already vaccinated. But trust me, the sheeple won't think like that. That CNBC article that I read earlier, I got to go. But the CNBC article that I read earlier, uh, basically, um, the one the one that I read about the the vaccine being rendered ineffective in a year or less. Well, guess what? In that same article, they tried to explain it away, and and guess who they blamed? The unvaccinated. In that article, I should have read it. I don't feel like pulling it up again. Read it for yourself. Um, but they basically were saying, you know, the unvaccinated may cause the new strains and see they they already have that in their back pocket they already have their excuse ready it's still early you know it's still early but they have their excuse ready so if you haven't been vaccinated and you refuse to get vaccinated we're in the same boat and we're going to be going through this in about a, in the next six months or so. That's when they're really going to turn the heat up because Biden has already said that the people that refuse to get vaccinated are going to pay the price. And you can look to be perse- persecuted, outcasted, and 
we're going to have to sue a lot of companies, a lot of businesses. Look for, you can just look for persecution, basically. Look to be outcasted from society soon. Oh, it's going to, it's going to come. A lot of people are saying that can't happen. That can't happen in the United States of America. Yeah. There was a time when you didn't think that they could actually officially shut the entire economy down and force people to stay home and force people to wear masks and force people to stay apart from each other and force businesses to close. Yeah. There was a time when you said not here. That would happen in Venezuela. That could happen in Mexico. That could happen in uh, some African country. That would not happen here. But it happened here. And if your eyes aren't open now, then they'll never be. You are in for a long ride, whether you know it or not. They didn't come when I say the, the, um, the, they, I'm talking about the elites. They didn't come this far with their pandemic to stop now. You better believe their agenda Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 is still in full, total, complete motion at a very high speed. 